Welcome to the Shut Up, Nobody Cares podcast. Feeling lost? Shut up, nobody cares. Feeling sad after going on Instagram? Oh, shut up, nobody cares. This show is about navigating our 20s and realizing nobody knows best but you. Shut Up Nobody Cares podcast. I'm just here to tell you if you're wondering why that person in the beginning didn't sound like Paula, it's because unfortunately it's not Paula, it is a man. Um, He's standing in for Paula this week because unfortunately uh, during the recording of this podcast, Paula's grandma did pass away, but as a dedication to her, I would really recommend listening to episode two because uh, Paula's story is about her grandma and about how strong she was and how she raised a bunch of amazing people. So that is dedicated to her. And Paula will be back next episode. Um, I guess let me just fill everybody in. Jesse is actually... I'll consider you an old friend and actually a new friend of Paula. It's a really tiny world. They actually work together now. Um, But yeah, the last time I saw Jesse, he was trying to be a journalist and now he's something else. (laughs) We met through another friend though, um, Haley. Mm -hmm. So like I keep meeting you through other people. It's kind of (laughs) unique. Yeah, I'm re-meeting you through friends. I am uh, no longer a journalist though. I am a... uh, web developer so how why professional nerd why <laughs> yeah how and why why and how in I whatever know. order you want I, I don't know i don't know if you want my life story but i ended up um i was an intern at ctv which is awesome i was a writer online and after my internship they always say like you get out of school and they're like um they're like oh you have to go you know leave the city to, to get a job. And like, I couldn't, I couldn't find a job and I was like really struggling and I couldn't like go another day without finding a job. Like I needed it. And I got a job in a town called Fort St. John, British Columbia. If you know where that is, if you're familiar, it's near Alaska. (laughs) Um, so I moved up there. Like it was probably like four months after I graduated to a radio station. It was pretty cool, but I I was like in the middle of nowhere. They had like 10, 15,000 people up there. And the second I got there, I hated it. Like I was like, I have to come home and I can't do this. So I actually only lasted two weeks out in British Columbia. And I said, I was like, I was like broke down crying one day. I came home and I like, I called my mom, of course. And she's like, you know, just tough it out. And I was like, nope, nope. I bought a plane ticket home and I flew home the next morning. (laughs) It was great. It was great. So I came home, worked retail for a while and stumbled into a new career, which was web development. I saw the craze of learning to code and I met a few programmers at a networking event at Ryerson. And uh, I always wanted to do it. And it just seemed like a good challenge. So I went to a programming boot camp, big thing nowadays. So you, you do nine weeks, like 40 hours a week, just full on. And uh, you kind of just, you know, live, breathe code. And uh, so I just uh, dove head first. I took part-time first and I would commute two and a half hours one way to Toronto every night on my weekends for two nights a week, <laughs> learn to code and then come home 
get home at one, maybe two in the morning, work a nine to five the next day and do it all over again. I did that for like three months and then I said, okay, I'm gonna go full in. I moved to Toronto, did full-time boot camp, and seven days after boot camp, I, uh, I became a web developer. I got a job right away, which was so different because you couldn't get a job in journalism, but I got a job Whoa. right away. I had a great company too. I, I haven't looked back. It's been almost a year and a half, two years now. That's so. insane. <laughs> Because me and Paula talk about that on the podcast all the time. I guess we're kind of like in simu- sim- similar situations where we went to school for media. And now that we've graduated, it's like, oh, fuck, what now? <laughs> I Yeah, I was like, at the time, I was like living with my mom. And I was like, like I'm sorry, like I'll get a job. And then I was working at Best Buy, so like an electronics store for a while. And I was like working with like high schoolers. And I was like... I can't relate. I can't do this. Like I was just like, I was going crazy. Like I would spend 10 hours a day on my computer trying to find a job. And I would like always commute to the city just to meet someone for coffee. And then all of a sudden it just wouldn't turn out or they'd say you need more experience or like there'd be like some weird opportunity in like Hamilton. And I'd be like, Oh, I'm going to get a car and go out there. It just, it never panned out. And like, I worked freelance for a while. It was just, it's a, it's a, it's a, tough industry to break into. (laughs) I just gave up on it full, you know, I just couldn't do it. So (laughs) yeah, I was counting, you know, Mm -hmm. because I worked with someone who is actually going to start something at hacker U as well. Um, and she was a project manager and now she's going into, I guess, web development as well. But it just feels like, especially for people like me and Paul, if I were to ever do it or if Paula were to ever do it, it would feel like, like we've like, yeah, like we've given up. Um, I don't, and it feel I feel like you're actually passionate about it though. I don't think me or Paul would actually be passionate about it. No, I don't think there's like a one size fits all solution. Like I got insanely lucky. Like I met a few grads from HackerU at a journalism networking event. They were like data journalists, but they, did programming or something and I met them and it just clicked and then I went to the school and then like I just like everyone was urging me to do it and like I got addicted like I I just started programming and then all of a sudden like I would just like eight hours would fly by and I didn't know what happened like but like not everyone's gonna feel that way about programming like Mm -hmm. it might be something like I don't know you might really enjoy filmmaking or I don't know podcasting or, or something but like I got lucky because the first thing that I found out of journalism, because I had, I've had careers before journalism too. Uh, the first thing that I found was programming and I liked it, but like, and it also just so happens to be like this booming industry where it's really easy to kind of make that transition, but that's not for everyone. Uh, everyone just thinks they can just jump into it, but like, you're not going to be happy if you're doing something you don't enjoy. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's why I was curious. I was like, what happened? I, I blinked and then you were something else. <laughs> <laughs> I changed overnight. I uh, went to the great white north and came back a different person, I guess. <laughs> when did you, wait, didn't you just come back? No, no, I, I've been back in Canada, or not Canada, so it feels like Canada. I've been back in Ontario for two years, so, from moving out west. Mm. But, yeah. <laughs> But hey, like everyone, everyone has like a, a different approach. I mean, I think it's cool like that people can write for magazines now. Like, I think that's really cool. Like the pitching and stuff like that. Like, I think people couldn't do that before. Sorry, people couldn't do that before. 
No, no, I just think like it's like there's more mediums. Like it's not like you just write for a magazine and then all of a sudden it just gets printed every month. Like there's daily content that you can create. Like there's more content than ever right now. And I think that's really exciting. I, just there's more opportunities. That's true. But, there's so many different yeah. kinds of journalism. Yeah. I, I gave up though. I couldn't do it. <laughs> it's, it's for the better. I think this is the right path for you. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, you just got back from LA, right? You were in Los Angeles. How do you know? <laughs> I, I listen to your podcast. Do you actually listen? Tell, tell the truth. Be honest. Yes, yes. First of all, mm-hmm. because I'm on the podcast and because I'm a porn. I got burned once because I didn't do research for someone I talked to. And I now always research. But I listen to your, your podcast, yes. Uh, send me a podcast every time you launch one. And she says, listen. And I get mad at her because it's not on CastBox or any other medium. And I can't download it on my phone. So I have to. What kind of phone do you have? I mean, I say, I don't know. I'm really, I'm um, really Jesse, there's something called Google Music. I'm not getting Google Music. I'm a Spotify user. I'm loyal. You don't <laughs> need, you don't need to pay for Google uh, Music to listen to podcasts. You know, Paula never told me that I can do it over Google Music. She said, oh my God, Paula's an 80 year old grandma. You don't ask her for tech advice ever. She's just trying to get me into her, in, into your podcast. <laughs> Do not ask Paula Reed for any tech advice to everybody listening. She doesn't know anything. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> I will download your podcast on Google Music and stop listening to it on my computer. You can listen to it wherever is easiest for you. If you have SoundCloud, you can listen to it on SoundCloud. Um, now commercial. I know, right? <laughs> but guess what? I control it. I can delete anything I want and cut out anything I want. I can even <clears throat> take you out of this whole thing. You're God right now, essentially. You have all the control. Mm-hmm. Too much power. It's getting to my head. I asked about your trip to LA because I'm trying to plan. I'm actually planning a trip tonight. And I'm Whoa. trying to find a place to go for February. And I'm trying to find the cheapest place. And I really want to go to LA. I was there earlier last year. But where did you stay? I stayed at an Airbnb. Um, there was like a cockroach this big. <laughs> oh, that's always a good time. It was a terrible experience trapping it under a vase. But anyways, um, my friend actually organized that trip. We only went for a a weekend, like three days. How long are you thinking of going? I was there for a weekend last year and I'm probably I'm I'm going with my mom. She's never been and Mm -hmm. she wants to go. So that's really Uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what to do, but I don't know. It's. I always get so overwhelmed when I look at these sites and I'm like trying to figure out like flights and like hotel. It's just like, oh my God, it all adds up. And do, you, do you look at like Airbnb? Yeah, I've stayed in it before. I've stayed in it before, but I'd rather just stay in a home. That's what we'll be honest. Stay in a where? <laughs> a hostel. Oh, in a hostel. And it's like, Will your mom be okay in a hostel? No. That's yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. Like stable accommodation. I sleep on the street, to be honest. I don't no, you you do not want to. S- okay, I was. Oh, I, oh, I, <laughs> I was in downtown LA. I thought I was gonna die. But that's the thing. Like downtown's not the place to be. It's like I know, but I'm naive. I don't know that. Yeah, you gotta go to Santa Monica or Hollywood or Venice. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, you you've done your research. You know everything. Oh my god, I fell in love with LA when I went there. I really? I hate it. And I just like I became a new person. I don't know if I like it or not because everything's so far apart. Like you need a car. Yeah. I guess Uber, but yeah, 
I took a Lyft or an Uber everywhere. Like the uh, hop on tour. If you want to be mm. like your camera. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But you know what you should do? Uh, if you weren't with your mom, mm, never mind. You shouldn't do it. But. Well, I'm open. I don't have to go to LA. We can go anywhere. We're, we're an open book right now. Oh, no, no. I wasn't going to tell you like fun tourist things or anything. I was just going to tell you um, because when I travel i like to go on dating apps <laughs> but that's yeah. because like you get like a local's perspective Again, a, a local biker you mean <gasps> you listened <laughs> you actually do listen i told you i listened <laughs> oh my god that's really this is really embarrassing i'm now i'm having the sudden realization that you know more about me than i think so you're on, is this episode 10, 11? It'll be 11 or 12. You post your, your stories to the internet and then you get surprised when people know your stories. This is hilarious. <laughs> no, I'm just surprised that people listen. So <laughs> when someone like retells me something that I don't remember ever telling them, it's it's always surprising to me. But you're always like super like careful. You're like, oh, like Jim from Tinder. <laughs> I'm not that careful, let's be honest. Um, I don't know. <laughs> almost every, I guess, boy that I was interested in 2017 has listened to the podcast. Isn't that scary? Yeah, I, I, I have a feeling you market it to them. Like you did your little advertisement earlier. I feel like you do that to them. You, I don't. You, just, you go on their phones, you download it. And you're like, I really don't. I, I don't tell them about it or anything. Maybe because some of them follow me on Instagram. But, um, yeah, it's really funny because I've had conversations that I didn't want to have just because they've listened to the podcast. Yeah, it's, it's awkward because like, okay, like I listen to this like podcast every day and like, I love it. Like I love these guys. And then I was like at Tim Hortons and a guy that I listened to every day, like for the past year and a half was like next to me in line. And I was like way thrown off by it. And like, I didn't know what to say to him because it's like, I know everything about him. Like, I know, like, of course, because I listen to him talk. He knows nothing about me. I'm just some stranger. It creates <laughs> this weird, like, situation where, like, you're like, people feel like they're friends with you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're complete strangers or, you know, it's weird. It's weird, but, but it's hey, kind of cool. You're, you're reaching people on the Internet. This is like, this is what you want. You're, you're making it big. <laughs> Um, I like to check our, I guess, stats. Um, A lot of our listeners are from the most random places. Like there is a listener in Australia that like is so consistent that they always just pop up all the time, which is weird. I don't know how they found us. That's one of my friends I sent in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, ta- speaking of online dating and app dating, I've talked about it a lot because I'm a single person. That's what we do. I don't do it anymore in 2018, but that's, you're here. So you, you do you want to share some of your online experience? Like, on, like for a boy, like a boy's perspective, I guess. <laughs> well, you're the first boy ever to be on our podcast. We've only had girls. So Ooh. this is like the male perspective, kind of. 
Okay. Um, I, you're going to have to ask me questions. I don't really have... Ask you questions. Okay. Um, what are you on right now? Okay. Uh, um, so I had Bumble and Tinder. I deleted it in like November and I downloaded it back. Thing is, like, it's I'll, a vicious I'll, cycle, I'll, isn't it? I'll, eh, I just, like, I'm not like on off it, but like I'll <laughs> swipe for like two people and be like, eh, and then I'll just like throw my phone down and walk away. I just get bored like really easily. Uh, um, but I went away for the past three to four weeks uh, out of the country and I was like, I'm, I was in Asia. So I'm like, I'm not going to try to hit up Tinder here. So I, I was not on the Tinder for the Bumble for a while. Um, as I'm not regularly, but, um, I got back and I had a few matches on Bumble and they, they sent very exciting openers. I think there was one that said, how's it going? And hello. So good start. <laughs> it's good to be back in Canada. Um, very exciting times. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. I find, I find Bumble's great. Like I've, I've met some really cool people on there. Uh, I'm, more of an old school guy, so like I'm not into the Tinder game. Um, but uh, Bumble's good. Uh, it's because girls have to message you first, right? Yeah, but that concept is great. Like it's awesome until someone just puts out a lazy hello, or sometimes they just send a space or a period. Yeah, like, that's even worse. <laughs> really? So that's, that's just so laziness. Well, hello is lazy. If I'm expecting to deliver, they got to deliver too. But I feel like boys don't deliver. I mean, it's online dating um, through an app that you can download easily and get set up in under five minutes. It's it's a crapshoot. I don't know. I, I I have little faith in any sort of reliability on those apps. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. I I like. I will not be using it seriously. <laughs> <gasps> but what about the people who are using it seriously? I mean, as in, I will not be going on there like at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's fine if you get. If you guys are on there, um, I sound like a dick. <laughs> yeah, you're like I'm not taking it seriously. Blah blah blah. These girls suck. <laughs> no, it's good. Like I, I've had some cool experiences on there. Like I've met some pretty cool people, and I'm still in contact with some. Like as friends, like friendship. Yeah, like we're you friend zone them. But like, let's move forward with this. But like, I don't know. Um, I think it's just like. You could have good experiences. There's a lot of hard work that goes into it, though. It's so, true. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like guys on there are a lot shittier than girls, though. I will agree. On, on Bumble or on Tinder? In general. I feel like oh, it's yeah. all the same. Oh, it's, it's, yes. It's a machine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's so sad that I feel like you can just tell how it's going to play out sometimes. Yeah. It, it's actually funny because, like, I spent a lot of like 2017, like the latter half being like, Oh, I got to find a girlfriend. That'd be really nice. But why? I, I, I don't know. I kind of wanted to share experiences with someone. I thought it'd be fun. You know, just like, I don't know. I thought it'd be a cool thing to do. Like it'd be, I'd, I'd like that. Like, <laughs> even got to the point where like my mom was like, she was like, you should try this dating app. Or like, she was like actively like getting involved. And I was like, you gotta, you gotta. That's really down. sweet. But I, uh, I got back and I was like, I can't do this. I'm just not going to spend any, I'm not, I, it'll happen if it happens. I'm not going to swipe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but they have business on there too now, right? You can connect yeah, but that's, it's pretty trash here. I, I can't imagine a dating app in business. 
Yeah, it's it's I don't know. Like I think they're trying to get people to network, but at the same time like it's not categorized where like it would make sense. So like you could be matching with a nurse when you're like I don't know. <laughs> A painter, and then it, what? What then? <laughs> so That's it doesn't really make sense. Too, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so you said you don't have resolutions for 2018. What's your like? What's your approach for 2018? For 2018, um, well, <laughs> maybe it's it's to have no approach, almost just to live. You know, Jesse. Just to live. Yeah. Just live. That's not easy Instagram caption. Right? <laughs> because last year I had so many um, resolutions that I was going to read and um, uh, get fit, whatever. None of those things happened because I think, I don't know, when you have these sort of resolutions, you kind of set yourself up for failure. So this year, new approach. Which is nothing. not nothing. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's just like you're just gonna let what happens happen. You know, you're not forcing the issue. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm also I kind of I I guess I do kind of have resolutions that I don't say out loud. Maybe that's the difference. It's like blowing up the candles on a birthday cake. It's like, eh, no one needs to know what I what I want it to happen. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just right here in my brain. <laughs> That's good. That's good. What are your intents for 2018? I don't know. I, um, I had an interesting 2017. Like I changed a lot. I wanted to like, my goals in 2017 was to do everything that I previously wouldn't do. So like if I was like scared of like eating a certain type of food, I would eat it. Or like if I was like invited to do like some sort of activity that I didn't want to do, I would do it. So I kind of became like this like, it was your Shonda Rhimes year of yes, basically. <laughs> yeah, I did a lot of yes. And like, it was kind of, it was one of the craziest years of my life. So that was, it was really exciting. Um, and I, I'm excited for 2018. So like 2018, I want to do more things that I uh, would not normally do. But I also want to just like put my world on its head and start doing some crazy things. Um, I want to explore kind of more, uh, I, I have like, this luxury where like I can work remotely and I, I love it. So it's really nice. So I want to try to look into like how I can actually sustainably work remotely. So like I want to travel a little bit more and see if I can work remotely there. Wow. So I'm kind of, um, on the down low putting together some plans to see what I could do if I traveled and worked remotely. So that's kind of an exciting things. I uh, made a few friends in some random cities that I'd like to visit. So I want to kind of just do things that I don't, I, I, push the boundaries. I want to push the envelope for myself this year. So that's my goal. <laughs> that's really cool. What, yeah. what is an example of something you did in 2017 that you've never done before? There's a lot. <laughs> um, Choose your most favorite. Well, I have like small ones. Like I ate beef tartare for the first time. That was absolutely terrifying. That was a cruel experience. I was like, why would I eat raw beef? That, it was really cool. I quite enjoyed that. Um, but like on a larger scale, like just like changing myself as a person, um, like right when I got uh, a stable job at a school, like, cause you have this like college mentality and then you get like a, a job and then you just kind of like, you get your own house and then you kind of like 
you're an adult now and you like work a nine to five and you know, it, you just become like this different person. And like, I really rushed like early on in 2016 to like be this person. So like I wanted to like buy a house and like move up to like the burbs, like really young. What? Like, <laughs> at like 22, 23, I was like ready to get married and have kids. Are you joking? No, no. Like it was like the only thing I saw. Like I, 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 it was achievable. Like I could get to the finish line. And like I had this weird mentality of like just rush, rush, rush. And like I, I was in love with the idea. It's not like I was like, I felt obligated. It was like, I just felt like it was what I was meant to do. And um, that caused a lot of conflict in some of my relationships in the past. And it was one of those things where like people around me wanted to experience life at a younger age and like do things, which they should be. And uh, in 2018, like I like, I never wanted to travel. I was like, ah, I'll just save money and buy a house. That's more sensical. Like, why would I do that? I saw no value in it. It was just like so stupid. And uh, right off the top in the spring, I uh, went on a 10, 15 day trip through California, which is pretty local. So it's not too crazy, but I pretty much just backpacked through San Francisco to Yosemite to Vegas, Joshua tree and then LA. So like a little circuit, but, I did that with a tour group and that was really fun. Like, so like I was traveling right away and that led to me doing three, I, I was, I was on the road six weeks uh, in 2017, which isn't much, but I was traveling. So like, that was a big thing for me. Like mm-hmm. I never wanted to do it. I wanted to just sit on my couch and watch Netflix or, or work. So I, I really like flipped the want to work really hard to like want to experience life. So I kind of found balance. That was a big thing for me. And like just recently, like I went to Asia, which is something that like was very uncomfortable for me. Like my mom was terrified for me. <laughs> Where in Asia did you go? I, I went to Nepal, so it wasn't <laughs> so bad. But I, I'm from a small town, so like uh, it's not like it's just not something people from where I'm from do. So I, I went to Asia and did a trek in the Himalayas. So that was really cool. <laughs> so that was the end of. I just got back from that trip, so it was quite a year. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm jealous. Yeah, I'm a completely different. Like, if I look at who I was last year, like, I was ready to buy a house and, like, do all that shit. And now I'm just like, okay, well, like, what can I do to make myself uncomfortable? And what can I do to, like, flip my world inside? I don't want to, I don't want to feel normal. I want to, like, I want to put pressure on myself to grow up and to do random crazy things. So that's, that's 20, that's 20, was it 18 now? So <laughs> that sounds good to me. Yeah. I don't know. It's always exciting. I, I feel like I'm a big resolutioner. Like I, I, I quite enjoy resolutions. Well, it's a good thing to reflect. Yeah. And you saw it through. It's not like someone like me who, who doesn't actually do the things that I say that I'm going to do. Um, but that's what I'm trying to change. It was like a motto almost. Like I was like, all right, Jesse, like what are you doing to make yourself uncomfortable? So like, I ran a 10K last year. Never thought I'd run. I hated <laughs> running. I said, okay, well, let's train for it. And I did it. And it was like, oh, shit, I can do this. Like, so, like it was more like I was like trying to prove myself wrong. I got kind of addictive doing it. But um, yeah. Proving yourself wrong? It was, it was so fun. <laughs> so I should, yeah. I should do that as well, but keep it short <laughs> so I know that it's going to happen. I like. I never thought I could do it. Like I, like I, I was just like, okay. Like everyone from work was like, let's do a 10 K. And I was like, ah. well, how, how much time did you have to prepare for that? 
Uh, they gave us good notice. It was like maybe December, January, but I was running in the winter, all winter, getting ready for it and stuff like that. So I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun, but I don't know. Like, I think it's good to have a, a defined, like, it's good to look back on like how you've grown in the past, whatever period of time and say, okay, like, how can I be a better person now? Like one of my goals for 2016 was to be a better person, to be nicer to people. I felt like. Were you mean? But like I felt like I wasn't as good as I could have been. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it could. I'm sure it could improve right now. But like I just wanted to like <laughs> be nicer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, work on how I'm like treating people. It's easy to forget about these things. So. <laughs> I think the Jesse I remember. Let's see. What do I remember about Jesse in 2013? Maybe. The Jesse you remember had just gotten out of the military and was in college. Whoa. <laughs> it's just loving college. That was a different Jesse. <laughs> I was also like 210 pounds. Like I was, I was a chubby kid. <laughs> um, what else? You, I think you were into poetry back then because I was yeah. into poetry the same time. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I think I wrote a, yeah, I wrote a lot that year. I wrote a novella, which was very painful. Are you joking? Yeah. Do you have it? Really painful looking back. But I was like going hard at the writing. Yeah. I was uh, into the show Californication. Have you seen that show? No. But I know Um, what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. I was trying to be the next Hank movie. I had Jack Daniels, a leather jacket, and then I'd spend my nights writing, listening to sad music. It was great, right? I think it You think you what? On the internet somewhere. You did what? I did a, like a poetry career site a lot. <laughs> you know what's funny? I also, I, I participated in a slam that year. A slam? Like a poetry slam. A slam. You don't know what a poetry slam is? I, it's kind of like, I vaguely know. <laughs> oh. So what was your poem about? What was my poem about? My mom? <laughs> really? Yeah. Sorry? What was it about? Like, what about your mom? Um, I don't know, but it made people cry. Tugging at the heartstrings? Yeah. That's I, like, <laughs> I like it. Like, poetry's fun. You want to find something and read it to us now? No, no. <laughs> I, did, I did, right? Actually, I just wrote something. Really? Yeah, because I, I, I just made a video of nature. And I sound so like douchey being like, oh, my trip. But like, I made a, I got a GoPro and I got addicted to it. I was strapping it to my dog and like <laughs> taking it everywhere. It was the best ever. And I have some very poorly shot GoPro footage and I was like, I should make a video out of this. So I, um, I was like, I'll do a voiceover. That'll be fun. It'll give me a chance to be creative. So I like, I wrote out like a two minute, like I timed it and there's a two minute block of voiceover. But then I was like, I can't do this. So I just, uh, I did it over like audio, but I just like pasted, copied and pasted what I wrote and just put it in the description. But <laughs> yeah, I did write a, uh, I did write a, uh, I don't know if it's poetry. It's like a narration. I don't know what category that falls into. I want to, poetry. do I still, do I still yeah. like write still it? Like yeah, yeah. No. No, you gave up on it? Yes. <laughs> Because I think I have these bursts of like things that I really want to do. And then once I do them, I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, I've done it. (laughs) 
And that's so what's, your, uh, what's your burst right now? What do you really want to do right now? You want you really want to know? This, this if you listen right to now. the podcast, you would know. Oh. <laughs> it's am I being shamed for like? I want to do stand up. Sorry. I want to do stand up. Yes, yes, I know this. Yes. <laughs> Can you tell me a joke? No, you're not supposed to ask people that. Is it like a, is it, it's a faux pas? A, yes. Why is that? Because it's like, I don't know. Like, would you ever ask um, an artist to make art like on the spot? I'm thinking of a scene from a movie, Inside Lou and Davis. Have you seen this movie? Sorry? <laughs> Have you seen the movie Inside Lou and Davis? Lou, no. It's a really good movie, um, but it's about a folk musician in Greenwich Village in like the 1960s, and he's at a dinner party, and people are like, "You're a guitarist, right?" And he's like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Play me a song," and he like gets mad at people for like asking to play a song. Yeah, you yeah. would never. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm. How dare I ask you? <laughs> I'm kidding. Maybe, maybe one day when I actually do it, I'll invite everybody. To, actually, no, that's a terrible idea. I would not invite anybody. Oh, you have to. You have to put the pressure on yourself. No. Like, what's your creative process? Like, how do you how do you write jokes? How do I write jokes? Um, like- I think it's like the typical answer. I think almost everybody gives, but it's like just through what you witness every day in life, and then you just jot it down. Everything is delivery too. I find. I feel like the stuff might not even be that funny, <laughs> but when yeah. people phrase it a certain way it becomes funny i like i don't I, it's very interesting to me like i just imagine you sitting there like at your desk just being like yeah that's good like just, <laughs> just laughing out of like nothing <laughs> yeah it's i don't know i'm th- i'm also the type of person who wouldn't share anything beforehand like i probably wouldn't even practice in front of people before going up i would just go up that's great. That's what I did for um, the poetry slam too. I didn't tell anybody what it was about or read it in front of anybody. I just went up there. I love it. There's no other way. You just got to go in completely, completely blind. I love it. I think so because once you're thrown in there, it's like if you fuck up, you fuck up. That's it. <laughs> Are you able to make fun of the crowd? Like, is that like a part of the repertoire? You know what? I can't. Like, I can't dish out what I can't take. So I feel like if I were to do that, I would have to be quick on my feet and I know I wouldn't be. So. <laughs> I feel like that's like the part, like when you're failing, you like look at some guy in the front row and you're like, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't want to resort to that. Uh, yeah. We had a comedian um, at our Christmas party. Yeah. The- Paula booked him. Yeah. Um, it was very interesting. It's like a work Christmas party and this guy's like, he's like getting into like sex jokes and like drugs and stuff. And we're all just like, <laughs> and our CEO is just like laughing his ass off. And we're just like, oh, should we laugh? Like, it's really <laughs> awkward. At least he was enjoying it. It's cool watching a comedian work though. And you watch them like build up like a relationship and like work through like different parts. It's, mm-hmm. it's very admirable. I could never do it. <laughs> well... <laughs> that's what I want to do. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just go think about it and reflect on this later. No, no. I, really <laughs> fun. I, I, 
I would love, I would love to try it, but I feel like I would flop really hard. But that's the fun part. Like, that's how you get better, I guess. That's what the show is kind of also about. Um, kind of like just trying new things without being worried about what other people think. But I find that I'm the only one who wants to try different things. So it's Thank just me. Paula. <laughs> Paula, Paula has her set goals in mind, which is what I admire. For me, my mind wanders so much that it's hard for me to stay in one place, which is bad because then I can't get anything done. This is why I need Paula. <laughs> we balance each other out. That's funny. Well, like, I think it's good. Like, I think it's good that you want to try new things. That's, that's how you grow. So I'm rooting for you. I'm going to be at your first show, even if you don't know it. And you're going to be like terrified when you see me. I'm <laughs> we had a live show, but I don't I think Paula was working there yet. That was at like the Drake Hotel, was it? Or something Gladstone. Like Glad so I confused the two. Yeah, similar. On the same street. It's almost around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> from you? Oh no, from each other. From each other. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was talking to Paula about her goals too. And she had the same belief as you. She's like, fuck, fuck resolution. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> See? I love it. Just <laughs> But like I know her intents. Like she wants to write more and work on um, a particular idea she's been thinking about for a while. And it's like things like that that we can build upon. But it's hard for me to just like, I don't know, because I'm the type of person who writes lists all the time, so many lists. And then I'll just find lists from last week somewhere or lists from a year ago somewhere. And they'll just be lists. And that's, and that's, yeah, that's all they are. I don't cross anything off. They're just lists. <laughs> so I'm trying not to have lists. That's good. Like, I feel like it, I feel like you're at the right approach. So who knows? Life is yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have a list. We don't know anything. There's nothing that we can do about it. <laughs> you're so like profound. I love it. I think I, I think it's because I'm so lost that I have no nothing else to to say. That's all that comes out of my mouth. Are you just like listening to motivational speeches twenty four seven? Actually, I sh I think I should be though. I used to be addicted to motivational speeches. It was like a problem. Like I wouldn't listen to music, and then like I would get like pumped up to go to work. I would be like listening to someone like yelling at me. Like I'm like a he's like a football coach. And I'm like, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. Like, I used to get so pumped up. I got to have it on 24-7. Oh, my gosh. I was addicted. It was a problem. <laughs> but. <laughs> no, I think the thing, the main theme with this show and me and Paul is that we literally don't know anything. And we're just figuring it out as it, as it comes. No one knows anything. That's, okay. that's, that's, that's a relief. <laughs> But also not really. No, it's it's fine. Like I feel like you just kind of like hold on <laughs> and try to do your thing. <laughs> just hold on. You just. You get what if you have nothing to hold on to? What then? Um, you just wither away and 
<laughs> I was like, okay, bye. I guess I'm disintegrating yeah. as we speak. We always, there's always something to hold on to. You always have something like that's, that's worth it. You have family, you have friends, you have, you know, just your community or you have like some sort of goal. You're always moving forward and there's always something to hold on. And even if you look at your situation, you're like, I'm not where I want to be. It, it, it's okay because we're always growing and that's just inherently inherently like we're never going to be where we want to be it's never going to have all these answers you're not going to have it figured out but you're always going to have something that you're moving forward with and like it's okay like i may be 50 and feel the same way but just about a different problem it, there's not just this one point you reach and you plateau because that's that's really boring you're, there's always something and it's it's not like this like depressing vortex that people like to think it is it's just it's life and you're building. It's like exciting. You're like building a house and you get to lay the groundwork and you get to see yourself grow. So like there's always something to hold on to. And even if you can't see it in the moment, it's good to take a step back and say like, like for me, like when I wasn't making it, making it well, I really wanted to do well by my family. Like I felt like I really owed my mother. She worked two jobs to get me uh, through my teens. And like, I was very thankful and I was like, I have to hold on and I have to keep pushing myself for her. And like, I even feel that way now, even though I don't live with her and like, it's, I still feel like I have to do right by her. So like, it's sad when things don't always go your way, but like, or like you're not getting calls back or you're not getting the job that you want, but like it, it comes, but like, there's always something to hold on to. And it's, it's totally fine if it's not immediately in front of you or where you're at. So, Thank you. <laughs> No, that like, I, it really like applies, especially to my situation right now. So it's um, nice to hear those things because it, sometimes you can forget through all of the craziness. It's all going to be okay. Like, there's like, this, <laughs> like I, I feel like in our culture right now, like there's a sense of like, I was, I was talking about this the other day. Like there's just a sense of like immediacy. Like we need to have things right away. Like I can live my entire life without talking to someone like, I can order groceries right now. I can order food to my house. I can order a car that takes me anywhere. I can book a trip all online. I, I, I mean, we're talking. I'm not even like, I'm not even seeing you in person. Like, <laughs> That's because Jesse didn't want to see me in person. <laughs> There's so many ways to get things right away. Like, it's crazy. Like, I don't even have to grocery shop anymore. That's crazy to me. I don't even have to, like, I want to book a hotel. I can just do it on that. And like, we kind of get this foster this world where we want to get things right away and we want to like have comforts right away. And it's, it's not always attainable, but like, it's okay. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I know like we're all so young and even if you're 30 or 40, you're still young. There's still opportunities to change your, change your, your ways and find it. But I guess cliche, enjoy the journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like I always feel like I need to find a get rich quick scheme and, no. be somebody by money. tomorrow. It's not money at all. Money is not the answer. Like I know people like, I know people that want to like, they'll like try to like, so like people will try to take something, some sort of summer job. And it's just like, Oh, you make a lot of money. And then you come back and then you have nothing, but you have money. So it's fine. Like if you make your decision for money, it's going to be so short term and it's, it's never going to get you where you want to be. Like money should not be the factor. It should be something you consider to survive, but it should not be something you consider to get out of some sort of hole. Cause like 
if you have like ten thousand dollars right now, for instance, and you're in a rough spot, it's not going to get you to where you want to be. It might give you resources, but it's it's not the answer. And there's more to it. Yeah, it's this constant anxiety that me and Paul always talk about that we we're not sure if anybody else feels. It's like in the back of our brains that's like you need to be doing more. You're not doing enough. I felt it every single day. Every day? Uh, yeah. I would wake up and I'd be like, I need a job. And I would apply to things that were just terrible for me. And I'd be like, I need a job. I just got to do it. And like I would apply and like, I would like, Jesse, you didn't send out eight resumes today. You didn't send out 10 resumes. You didn't call three people today. Like I would like actually like have spreadsheets and I'd be like, you didn't hit your goals today. Like, and it was like, I would get so mad at myself and like, I would, it would be like, I was grinding my teeth 24 seven. I just felt like I couldn't enjoy any moment until I reached some sort of arbitrary goal that I'd set for myself. It went away with time, but like when I was in that phase, like I was really like unhealthy because I was like addicted to like the outcome. As long as you're putting work in to move forward, you're fine. But like, it's okay to take days off. It's okay to rest. Like, you're a human being after all. You need to carry yourself, you know, like just because you're not reaching some sort of goal, like if you take time off and rest, it's going to make you better at those things. Like if you work 20 hours in a day, you're not going to be as effective as if you worked 12 hours in a day. Like there's like a study that says like your like productivity like dips down so much that like you actually have to work more to recover from the deficits that you create. I'm like speaking out of my ass right now, but there I've seen. No, you, no, you make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I think there's like for, like for developers, like there's like okay, like this developer worked 20 hours today, but from hours 12 to 20, the developer was so tired that they like made so many mistakes that they're gonna have to spend five hours to fix tomorrow. So mm -hmm. like, did they really improve? So like, yeah, it's always good to do more, but it's also good to make sure that you're keeping yourself healthy. Yeah. Gotta remember all these things. Paula will be proud. <laughs> I can only hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's why we also wanted to talk to you because um, of your transition. And I felt felt like, because a lot of people who do make that transition from one thing to another usually go through these things. Um, so it was really nice to hear about all of your adventures <laughs> yeah I, um, I feel like I feel like it's um, really easy to get stuck in like I have to do this one thing or like I like I was like so devastated that I went to school and I didn't really find my way in my path like I was like I have to be a journalist I'm gonna be a journalist for the next 40 years and then <laughs> you know this is my cap and this is who I am and like even in my heart like I knew like hey like this isn't this isn't right and I kept fighting my heart and I had to like slow down one day and just like listen to myself and like, but like, I just, I, maybe I'm being like overly like preachy, but like <laughs> it's, it's, it's all okay. I feel like everyone needs to hear that. Like a lot of people I know, like are just like sad and depressed because they can't get things going their way, but like, it's okay. Like it's, it's going to work out. And like, if you keep going on and like finding stuff to hold on to, you're going to, you're going to get to put basically but we're all doing well, so it's uh, very nice to, to be here as well. <laughs> <laughs> oi, oi, oi. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just like, I'm just being hit. You know, it feels like I'm being hit with all this. And it's oh, like yeah. too personal and close to home. And it's like, 
I wish people could see my face right now. <laughs> it's okay. Like, I mean, yeah. Because it's one thing to be talking to Paula about this stuff. She's like one of my best friends. And like she can only say so much. And we can only say so much to each other to make to make it to make each other feel okay about everything. But at the end of the day, like we I think we talk about this in the last episode. We have to put in the work and not just talk about it. So I'm really trying to focus on that. And producing more episodes. I struggled with this for so long. (laughs) Like, I would get out of bed every day and feel like shit because I didn't have what I wanted. And, like, I just, I don't think anyone deserves to feel like that. Like, I feel like everyone deserves to wake up every day and to be happy. And, you know, and, like, it's just, it's sad, right? Like, you've put in all the work and you feel like it's, it's, you're owed something, right? Like, I felt so owed when I got to college. That makes a lot of sense. I think that's the perfect word for it. You feel like the universe owes you something when it doesn't. Like, nobody owes you anything. Yeah, like, it's not glamorous. Like, you think, like, okay, so I go to school for, what, it was until I'm 18, and then I go to college, and then, you know, I I get out, and I'm 21, 22, and, like, okay, life's figured out. I've done my service. I've done all my education. Everything works out. And then all of a sudden, like, shit, like, People aren't waiting for me, you know. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's good, like, at the end of the day. Like, if this phase is, like, something that, like, hardens you up and makes you stronger and makes you really appreciate it. Like, if you got a job right out of school, and, like, I sound like like an old man saying this, but, like, if you got a job <laughs> right out of school and you went in and then you, like, you got a good salary and then, like, you just, you were able to experience life and everything was good and, like, yay, you made it. I don't think you'd appreciate it as much as if you had to like struggle a bit and you had to like really find out who you are. Cause like, this is also a moment of self-discovery too. It's like, Hey, like, like I, I learned so much about myself when I wasn't where I wanted to be. And it was like, I had to like have so many conversations with myself to like get myself out of like these mental holes I would dig. So like now I'm like so thankful. Like I don't feel like I deserve this at all. Like I, I feel so like lucky, but like, I don't know. It's just crazy. Like, I can't even imagine how I felt when I got into school now. It's like so, so weird. So <laughs> it's okay. Like it's, it's, it's a lot of growth. It's good for you to kind of go through this in a bad way. It's like you're suffering. It's good for you, but it's, yeah, it's something I'm definitely feeling it now. <laughs> yeah. But like I followed my heart, like, and that sounds like very like cliche, but like, I, I knew like, I wasn't right for journalism. I knew that like if I kept going at this, I was going to be unhappy and I wasn't going to kind of achieve what I wanted to achieve. And I was really just grasping for straws. And then like I, I stumbled into a, I was actually at a conference to get a job for a journalist. I wanted to, it was like a conference where people would talk and I was hoping to meet a journalist and I was hoping that maybe I can get their email and I can pester them for the next six months and maybe they'll give me a story, you know, or let me just ride along with them. And and then I met a, like a, a developer and I was like, Oh, what the fuck is this? Like, who is this? Like, what? And I was like, you're not a journalist. How does this help me? <laughs> and then all of a sudden like, they just opened my world. But like, it just, ha- it happened in the most random way. Like I would never have expected that. And I had so many doubts, even when I left my, like my retail job and like, I went to the city and I was like doing my, my schooling. And like, I came back, everyone was like, 
so doubtful of me taking this risk. I took a big risk. Like it's not easy to go to a boot camp. It doesn't, it costs a decent amount of money. It's not like this easy transition. And like, it's not in the credit of school. It goes against the grain of thought, but like, I just took this random risk and like, I don't know. Risks are good. It's good. It helps you grow, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I'm going on too long. <laughs> no, and you're not. It's like, I don't know how everyone else will feel, but it's really like, um, Nice for me to hear. Just keep doing you. <laughs> Just keep doing you. And don't get down on yourself. You know, like you're doing the right thing. It's totally fine. Breathe. <laughs> as I as I was holding my breath. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Oh, it's it's I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Let's do my, let's do my resolutions right now. And then I'll talk, I'll talk to you in a year (laughs) and we can recap to see, sorry. Annual (laughs) transition. And we'll, we'll recap. We already coined coined this like episode as the the new year's resolution episode. It's it's lovely. I know, but I'm, I'm suddenly, I have surge of energy and if I lose it, I won't, I won't do it again. (laughs) You're putting yourself on the spot right now. I love it. Um, this is my life always. I love it. Always. In the moment right now. Mm -hmm. Doing it live. Yep. So in a a year from now, what's today? It's January 10th. Sounds about right. Mm Mm-hmm. So January 10th, 2019, you're going to get a message from me. And I'll be like, it's time to reflect on the year. Just say it's time to reflect. (laughs) So you better understand what that means. Make when sure you get that number right this time, I know you struggle getting my uh, details right. <laughs> you send it to some other random Jesse. No, but it's your picture. It's not my fault. You have a million accounts. I think that I think this is my um, my troll account or my personal account. I don't know. Why are you? Why do you? Really you Skype. I do you really troll people on the internet? And I would um, I would like prank call people. That was a thing. Is it because you're like, from a small town? Small town people do that kind of shit. I was like ten. <laughs> I loved it. No, your the picture that um, is on your account is like. I don't even want to know. <laughs> I don't even want to know what the picture is. Are you sure? It's not I bad. Think I, I think I know the. I, I think I know the account actually. You look. I don't. I don't need to know. Okay. Jeez. Okay. It needs to die. We need to do your evolution. <laughs> fine, 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 fine. Okay, number one. How many should I have? Does that matter? I, I usually have, like, this is not, like, regimented. People feel like it has to be regimented, and I feel like I'm no expert at all. But, like, what I go into every year, as I say, what did I not do well last year, and what is something I want to, like, Oh, that's, that's pretty year? good, actually. So my resolutions are not, like, what I want to do. It's what I want to change about myself. As in, like, how did I fail myself last year? Oh, many ways. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, a few years ago, I was like, I didn't feel like I was being nice to people. Like, I, I didn't feel like I was, like, excelling at that. I felt like I was a bad person. And then it was oh. like, I didn't feel like I was pushing my boundaries. So, like, stuff like that. Okay, so what in 2017 did I fail myself on? A lot this of things. So many ended. things. Yeah, well, because in 2017... Um, first of all, I graduated June, 2016 and I stayed working full time at a job that I did not care about a year and a half after I graduated. Like what the heck? I had so much time to think about that, but I didn't. So um, status quo. Sorry. 
So it was like your status quo. It was like, oh, I'm just, I'm here and this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, there's a little bit more to that. I actually um, went back to school. I went to Humber for, yeah. Um, what did I go for again? I was only there for two months. Um, web okay. design, something, something with the web design in it. <laughs> So you, you can do graphic design? Um, well, I already knew the reason I dropped out was because I realized I already kind of learned that stuff in university. So there wasn't really a point for me to be there. Um, but I tried it. It wasn't, it wasn't for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this year, instead of looking for any job because of money, Maybe, oh, well, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And Paul is going to yell at me for this, but, um, <laughs> like I'm supposed to be like producing more content, which means like putting out more podcast episodes, making more videos, blah, 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 blah. So like, I think like a good thing to do, like, I feel like I like things to be vague in this concept. Like, like my goal was last year was do things that I don't normally do. Like it wasn't like, oh, like I need to eat food that I don't normally eat or I need to travel or I need to say yes to more opportunities. Like I, I had like a very overarching goal. Mm -hmm. So like if you're saying like, okay, like I stayed at a job too long or I need to do more content, like that could be something like I need to follow my heart more. Like see so, see something that like I feel like I'm more compelled to. Like I need to fight that voice to, to stay in comfort or something like that. That maybe makes sense because hmm but I'm no expert I'm no resolution <laughs> you seem like a resolution expert right now oh God. is that like a thing like you can google resolution I feel like what uh, maybe you could be like a consultant on the side to make some extra cash this is my third year in a row going hard on the resolutions <laughs> but so, I'm not like I'm a lazy person I'm not like oh I'm going to the gym or I'm like no fuck that Nope. <laughs> I went to the gym twice this year. <laughs> oh, shit. You can count that as, like, consistency. Oh, I think that's a thing that I want to be consistent. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the gym every five days. That's good. <laughs> Maybe that can be my broad thing, being consistent this year. That Maybe. can be applied to anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Be consistent. <laughs> be. I'm actually writing it down. I love it. Be consistent. I'm trying to think of how that applies, but like, yeah, it's like a mantra almost like something that you like, but for me, like I like have like a, yeah, Jesse, like this is it. This is the moment. Yeah. I like talk myself. About this it. is the moment for what? <laughs> I'm like, someone's like, do you want to do this? Like, I don't know. Someone I'm trying to think of like an opportunity that. comes by and you're like, this okay. is it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay. So like, if someone's like, Jesse, do you want to salsa dance? There is talk about me. Is that why you agreed to be on the podcast? No. <laughs> you really it's didn't want to, but you agreed because it was your year of yes. So now you're going to doubt every time I say yes to something. You're yes. You're like, oh, is he, is he just having to do this? No. I want to do things that like, so I would, I'm a terrible dancer. So like, if someone's like, do you want to salsa dance? I'd be like, okay. I did yoga. I'm so bad at yoga. <laughs> It was very embarrassing. <laughs> I'm like six two, and I'm just. Like I actually don't remember 
what you look like in person. Like, I don't remember your height. For all I know, you're like five feet. <laughs> I was sitting down too, and it was dark. So, and it was Nui Blanche, so it's a very messy night. That's true. I feel like I've probably met you other times other than that. I think your friend and my friend got, oh, he's not my friend, but got into an argument, I believe. Oh, my friend. Your friend was from Germany or something? <laughs> my friend was from Germany? Or something? I oh, wait, was he, did he have like gingerish hair? Oh, come on. I can't look back. <laughs> but like, I think my friend said something like culturally insensitive to him, and everyone was like, shut the fuck up. I have no, I don't remember at all. <laughs> we gotta do these resolutions. Okay, yes. <laughs> Number one. Um, wait, how many am I supposed to have again? Should I do it a nice, Five. Whatever your heart desires. <laughs> My heart desires five. I don't know if I can remember five points. I can barely remember one. So. Okay. Well, that's I why I'm writing. It. Sorry. That's why I'm writing it down on this sticky this note. That you don't want to make any. You said you don't want to make lists. <gasps> that's true. Look, <laughs> I'm already falling back into 2017 <laughs> habits. Oh, no. <laughs> Send help. Um. Maybe I should stop. Okay. I put the pen down. No, no, I like this. You gotta write, you gotta make this silly. Oh, I know. My, okay, listen. <laughs> make a list, not to make this. Yeah, because my thing was also that I wasn't going to make like a, like a list, like a long list that I write down, but I was gonna stick stuff on my wall. Oh, that's cool. Like there's some, I don't know if I can turn my computer around. It's a very slow process. This is great. It's like a security camera. Do you see anything? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my music started playing randomly. I didn't want that. Love it. <laughs> I hope you can't hear this. I can. That's great. Oh. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm just going to... Spotify has been not been good to me. I saw your list. It's good. Yeah. I like it. I know people like write on their mirrors too. Have you ever seen that? Like a dry, dry erase marker. What would they write? Like you're beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever they want to write. I don't know. News headlines. Hmm. So, so instead of like my little list, I'll just have it up on the wall. Wall. Yeah, because I have like lists up there of things I'm supposed to do, and I just take like hold on a little stamp, and then I stamp it when I'm done. That's amazing. I love it. This is these are the sad measures I have to go through because my brain is so like. <laughs> it's good. It's good. So we're on point one. <laughs> yes, yeah, still at point one, <laughs> which is to be consistent. That's I can I, like I can do that. Be I'll write it in big writing to to show people I'm serious. In all caps, too, of course. Yeah, it is in all caps. See? Can you see that? Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> Good. Okay, that's one. Okay. Two. Oh, we have to incorporate, obviously, because this is a huge thing in 2018 that I'm not <laughs> that I'm not dating. What would that? How do I spin that so so it sounds normal? I think that is so silly. Why do you think that's okay? Explain to me why you think that's silly. You're limiting yourself to new experiences. Why do you think? Why is dating a new experience? 
I think you're being cynical with that. <laughs> well, okay, why do you think I'm being cynical? Because you're like, okay, so like I'm going to turn down the opportunity to like meet someone new and have a good experience with them. Or no, like arbitrarily. No. Like just because like you have lots of bad experiences, you still have to keep keep going at it, you know? I feel like I feel like like I mean like to stop like actively dating or like to stop using like a dating app or something like that, sure. Like to, to not rely on that for your happiness or like for your like potential opportunities, that's mm-hmm. cool. But I don't know like if you're like, I'm not gonna date anyone, like that's weird to me. Sorry for crashing your goals. <laughs> no, I'll just explain it from mine and Paula's point of view. You're just gonna meet this like really cool like Chris Hemsworth, and you're like, oh fuck. I can't get back on my goal. <laughs> 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 you're like, oh, I fucked myself. I can't do it. Sorry, sorry, Chris. You're taking a hole in yourself here. Okay, wait. Let me try to explain it. Jake Jill is gonna come bursting through your room and be like, "You want to go to Tim Hortons?" And you're gonna be like, "Fuck, sorry, sorry, Jakey, I just, I can't." My first of all, my ideal man, and everybody knows this, is Chris Evans. Okay. So, you didn't name the one man that I would have broke all my rules for. I'm doing a Google search. You don't know Chris Jesus, Evans? This chap, Jesse. Uh, yeah, Captain America. <laughs> You didn't know Chris Evans? I'm so disappointed. I'm really yeah. disappointed right now. I'm sorry. I, I, I told you, I'm an old man. I know now. I saw a like, cool beard photo with a bomber jacket. He looked very handsome. He's very handsome. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Sorry. So your reason is Chris the- Evans. <laughs> you're, you're holding up for Chris Evans. Yeah, totally. Because <laughs> we're, we're going to meet someday. Um, so mine and Paula's reason for, for me not to date in 2018, I think it's just like a focus thing as well. Just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I feel like it's not that I've had a lot of bad experiences. It's that, oh, I said this and I, okay. I said this last, last time. I'll say it to you as well. I think it's more me. It's more like I'm not in a place where I should be dating. Does that make sense? Because I I want to. I read something once, <laughs> and it was like you should be you should be the person that you'd like to date. And I wouldn't date myself right now. <laughs> that's really good. I mm-hmm. agree. That's that's very rational. Yeah. So it's not like a, um, I understand like where, why it would seem like cynical, which it, it a little bit is, but at the same time, it's, it's more of a personal thing, like self growth. Well, Hey, I'm not actively trying to date in 2018. So it's not, (laughs) you're not the only one, Uh but, um, I feel like you could be like, I'd like to focus on myself before I focus on someone else. Like, Bam. Bam, you framed it in a way that I don't sound like a psycho. I, I did just tweet Chris Chris Evans here, Mr. Evans, with uh, information. So I'm going to CC him on this podcast. And oh, my God. He will. Uh, 
He is dating a very lovely lady who is a comedian that I like, so that's fine. Back on the Googles to find out. Jenny Slate. No, doesn't say anything about his girlfriend, but I'm surprised that you know. (laughs) His brother's too. His brother's what? Focus on myself before. Oh, they actors too. They're all actors and actresses. Did you know yeah. The fan. The Evans. Okay. Number two is focus on myself before focusing on others. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan. Yay. But yeah. Those like, are good ones. Selfish, you know, like self, being selfish is important. Yeah, because I was talking to Paul about it and it's like, I do not have the char- characteristics that I would seek in someone else. <laughs> so until then. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But like, you're like, yeah, I wouldn't date me. That's good. <laughs> that's like very self-aware. You're like, like some people like are like, no, I'm the best. No, that's good. Yeah, or some people want to find someone that'll complete them, and I'm totally against that. Totally. That's a prophecy that's going to fail. Yeah, I've always told people, like, you're not supposed to, like, like I know anything about love, but <laughs> I've, always, I've always said that you're not supposed to find, like, your other half. You're supposed to be whole and find someone who compliments you. So someone who's already whole on their own. Yeah, it's inherently toxic to rely on other people to to make you happy. It's good. They make you happy, but like it's also like if you if they if your happiness is so shaky that like people are gonna impact it, you're not gonna have a good time. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's not for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I have right. two pretty good ones so far. Yeah, you're killing it. Like, you're so <laughs> I, I went into this year not have anything, and now I have two things. These are like ones that like someone famous would put on Instagram. Whoa, are you famous on Instagram, Jesse? I don't have Instagram. You're so. lying. No, I don't. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't have Instagram. I don't Snapchat. Are you joking? No, no. Paula knows this all too well. Why don't you have those things? I don't have a computer. I'm just um, this is a long story. This is like a very like opinionated story. I don't know if you want to hear it. I can. We can hear it. You can hear if it. If I don't want, it. if I don't want it on the podcast, remember I just snip, 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 snip. snip. <laughs> All right, let me get a gulp of water before I dive into this one. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I'm like building this up more than it needs to be built up. Um, I broke up with my uh, college girlfriend. It was probably about a year and a half ago. And we were both on Instagram, both on Snapchat. And like, something weird about me is like, I, I always, like, not like I always have it, but like, I'm pretty good friends with most of my exes. Like, I'm, I'm not really, like, I don't fight with people. Mm-hmm. And I don't really have like these messy breakups. So, like, I'm great friends with her. Like, she's a great girl. Absolutely adore her. But things didn't work out. So I didn't really feel justified in like unfollowing her on like Instagram or Snapchat. Like I just didn't feel like 
the right thing to do. Like I just didn't want to hurt her feelings and I just didn't really think it was the right thing to do. And maybe that's not rational. I don't know. But I just felt like I needed some distance from the application as a whole. Like I felt like like Instagram primarily like I felt like it was like kind of like it was impacting me in ways that I didn't want to be impacted in. It was kind of like showing me this like idealistic world that like, I don't think exists. Like I would go into like this discover feed and I would see like these like, you know, beautiful people doing these like crazy things. And like, I would see like, just like so many things that were like, were like, like primarily for me, it like gave me like this like superficial view of like people and like primarily like girls. Like I would look at them and be like, that girl's beautiful. I won't, how come I can't be with that girl? And like, I felt like, sad about that like it, it like defeated my reality and I think that it really was toxic for me uh, more so I felt like a lot of people spent a lot of time trying to curate how they looked in this world that is very artificial opposed to just focusing on themselves so like I once read a study two out of three people feel depressed after going on social media and I, I read that a long time ago and I don't know how accurate it is but I felt like when I would go on there I would feel depressed and I would feel like, Oh, like how come I'm not skydiving or dating a model? And like, that's totally like bullshit. Like mm -hmm. it's so like superficial and like, obviously like that's not what I want, but like it's my mind was playing tricks on me. And I, I felt like I just had to get away from this world. And I felt like, you know, being newly single, kind of going through that like mental trauma I was going through, it was really good to kind of just take a step back from, from this world and kind of reassess the person that I wanted to be and the ideals that I wanted to have. So that was about probably 14 months ago. I got rid of it and uh, it really helped. Like I, I stopped having these like superficial ideals about like, you know, uh, people like, uh, like even like I'd look at like a guy and be like, Oh, I want to have those clothes or I want to be, you know, doing this. And mm -hmm. I, it's just, I really took a step back and like stopped focusing on other people's lives and focused on my lives. And like, it really helps. Like I've seen people that spend like 20 minutes posting a photo, just so perfectly curated. And like, I just, I couldn't do it mm -hmm. on the Snapchat side of things. I felt like it was actually sometimes Snapchat. I feel like can be a form of bullying. Like people try to get a good snap and they try to like make things look a specific way, sometimes teasing people. And I felt like it just wasn't a community for me. I also felt like it was a, it's a really cool platform. You can share a photo or video at any time. It's kind of cool. But I felt like it was just like, taking me out of the moment mm -hmm. like I, I would have to do this and I'd have to send a selfie and I just I needed to leave and so I left Instagram and Snapchat because like honestly I felt Instagram was cancerous like to be honest I felt like it was addictive and it caused people to be who they didn't want to be so I decided to step back and so that was 14 months ago and like ever since I've gone like I have Facebook I, I quite enjoy Facebook but I think my mom would kill me if I got on Facebook. She loves having me on there. Uh, Twitter for business. Um, I have gotten Snapchat a few times just like for a few friends and then I decided to delete it because it wasn't for me. So, but yeah, I just, I don't believe in this like superficial world that these applications represent. And like, I just feel like it creates like this world where people think that they're less than or like they have these like, I want to, you know, I want to go to Los Angeles and like walk on the beach and look like a supermodel and like just all this crazy bullshit that it does to people. And like, it just takes them out of the moment and ruins their realities. And I just, I cannot fathom living in that world. It, it really was toxic for me. So some people it's great. Some people really enjoy these apps and get good things out of them. But for me, it was like, 
I had a mental problem being fixated on these outcomes and I had to remove myself from it. So I think just the breakup kind of initiated all those feelings and it was really healthy for me to get out of those apps. So that's my long winded answer if I don't have Instagram and Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, that makes sense. Paul also talks about this as well because we have to remember like it's like what you see is not what, always what you get. There's uh, there's things happening besi- behind the scenes that we don't know about. Nobody's exactly. perfect. Nobody has as much as we think they do. And I've seen it. Like I've been traveling with people that are having a terrible time and then all of a sudden they post a photo on Instagram and their world's amazing. <laughs> and it's just like, are you fucking serious? Like, it, it is fake. crazy. It's so fake. But um, <laughs> like, I have like, I have lost that. Like I have like not probably done so well because I don't have some of these things. So people might be like, Oh, you like, I'm, I'm, I'm not in a community in some communities. And like that causes some FOMO fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had to get over that. Like there was just a photo that was posted of me on Instagram the other day for my work. And I was like, Oh, Paula actually posted it ironically. And I was like, Oh, I'd like to see that. And I'd like to see who liked that. That's the other problem. Uh, and like, Oh, feed my ego. I need that ego boost. Yeah. yeah it's bad. It's really bad. Like I'll post, um, you know what an Insta story is, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I don't know the Mastonians, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll post a story and I'll check who, like, looked at it. And, yeah, I just, it's it's really bad. I overthink it. I'm like, why didn't this person look at it today? But they've looked at it every single day. <laughs> I've got a, I do it on Facebook, actually. I think you watched one of my stories this past weekend. <laughs> I know. And I do it as a troll. I will never watch your stories ever again now. <laughs> It's like, it was like a photo, a video of my dog. Like, <laughs> but like, I, I do it on Facebook sometimes because I'm like, ah, this is something I'd like to share, but not share seriously. It's so bad. Like these, this like train of thought that we get into. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's, it's so bad. But hey, I, I miss out on the whole universe. So. It's, it's, it's probably best. It's for the best. Because yeah, things, times are changing. I don't know certain terms now and I don't know certain <laughs> trends. Well, I don't think that's because you're not on social media. I think that's just because you're you. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. That's yeah, because you didn't know who Chris Evans was. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Step three. Okay, yeah. Okay, what else should I, what else did I disappoint myself on last year? Hmm. Oh, I can't answer this. This is, this is I know you can't answer this. First of all, because, um, I haven't spoken to you in like five years. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I was in my teens when I knew you. Sorry. I was in my teens when I knew you. Now I'm in my (laughs) twenties. I know. Sorry. I have one. (laughs) It's starting. Oh, people are home at my house. People are home. Hi. That's <laughs> all right. All right, step three. Um, number three. <clears throat> um, Paula's really good at this. Well, where she'll like um reach out to random people 
for I think just journalists journalists are just good at this in general like reaching out to random people and talking to them, to them and asking them stuff I've always wanted to be able to do that but I always feel like I'm bothering them gotta get over that <laughs> what how just get over it like you're gonna bother <laughs> people you're gonna piss people off along the way what <laughs> that's it just I mean, get over you're, it you're afraid of bothering someone Yes. What if they're like, "Who are you? Why are you talking to me?" Like you though, like what? what what's going to happen? Nothing. Yeah. Okay, fine. Your your point is proven. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to be so abrupt. <laughs> so how would I? What would that be? Um. Get over the. Get over your fear of like. Um, uh, unsuccessful outcome maybe or like a uh, an outcome that is not to your liking maybe don't be attached to an outcome oh that's a good one hmm what else did I do that was disappointing in 2017 I feel like five points is pretty thorough I'm just saying I feel like that's a lot it's a lot I don't know like I can't name five things. Hmm. I guess you're right. I guess these three are pretty good. I don't know. If you want five, go ahead. But I just, <laughs> I don't know. I guess because it's so broad too, like it fits under almost everything that I want to change about myself. <laughs> That's good in my opinion. Like I think people may say, oh, it's good to have like precise goals and stuff. I feel like in this context, it's just like you want to have like broad changes. I mean, there's 365 days to do it, so like, there's a lot of room, and you can get like more like technical, I guess, with each one. But I don't know. 